Join us for extravagant praise and intimate worship with Vine Song on Sunday, the 11th of March, 2018, from 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH108DS, or call 01293-885-000, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Come with your family and friends to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbiji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. Jesus already paid for your sins. Why do you want to pay for something that has already been paid for. As a matter of fact, you don't have what it takes to pay for your own sins. You don't have the money. This is a heavy paid restaurant. You can't pay for your sins. Jesus took care of it 2,000 years ago. Well, we thank God for what he's doing. It's good to see you all beautiful people. It's a great privilege to come to a church where people are here to preach to. Amen. If you are not here, there will be no church. So we don't take you for granted. Amen. We don't take you for granted. Now today, I'm going to start a new series that I believe is so crucial and so important to our work as Christians. So I want you to open your heart because... Uh, this year, I believe one of the things God wants me to do is to go back to foundational doctrines. Because I've noticed that one of the challenges with many of us as Christians is that we really don't know uh, what Jesus died for and so on and so forth. So today I'm really going to go basic, if you understand what I mean. I'm going to go to the foundation and I know that your life will never be the same again in Jesus' name. Well, I'll be preaching for the next 35 minutes, so run with me as quickly as you can in Jesus' name. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Revelations chapter 5, Revelations chapter 5, verse 12. The book of Revelations chapter 5, verse 12. I read, it's a saying with a loud voice worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing and we are blessed by the reading of God's word 
I'm starting a new series that I have titled Slaying to Receive Our Eternal Redemption. Slaying to Receive Our Eternal Redemption. Christianity is founded on the birth, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Without this, there is no Christianity. Without the virgin birth of Christ, without his death, and without his resurrection, then, like the Bible puts it, it says, we are of all men the most miserable. But we thank God that Jesus is not in the grave where he was buried 2,000 years ago. That gives us the confidence to know that there is certainly hope for our future because we are not following a dead religion. We are following a way of life. That's why it's important for us to understand what Jesus did for us on the cross. So the scripture we read in the book of Revelation chapter 5 verse 12, the Bible says that the angels were singing and shouting with a loud voice. Why are they shouting with a loud voice? Because what has been done for us is worthy to be heard by all. So they were shouting with a loud voice saying, worthy is the lamb. And you know, in our previous teaching, I taught on worthy is the lamb, that Jesus Christ is the only lamb that is worthy to be slain. So not only that, it says worthy is the lamb that was slain. And what was he slain for? To receive. He was slain to receive something. He was slain to receive something. And what was the primary reason for his slaughter? If you allow me to use that word. Why was Jesus crucified? To purchase our eternal redemption. Say a good amen to that. Amen. Oh, I said say a good amen to amen. that. So that was what Jesus was slain for. And for that to happen, I want you to notice something very carefully. Jesus' mission here on earth is to seek and to save that which was lost. Isn't that right? That is his mission. And for that to happen, his blood is required. That's why Luke chapter 19 verse 10, Jesus said, I am come to seek and to save that which was lost. And you and I were lost and Jesus came to seek and to save us. So his ultimate mission is to seek and to save that which was lost. And for Jesus to fulfill his mission here on earth, He has to pay the price required for the mission with his blood. His blood was necessary. Why? Because in time past, after Adam and Eve sinned, God has to put in place a plan to redeem man back to his original position. 
And you know the story. And because Adam and Eve could not, could not redeem us back, God put in place the killing of bulls, goats, sheep, lamb, and so on and so forth. And you know what happened? The blood of bulls, the blood of goats, the blood of cows could not redeem us. It could not purchase us because we are human beings. So uh, I don't know how many of you have bought something and you've insured it and they tell you, if this thing breaks down, you are covered like for like. So if you buy, let's say, a television set which is 55 inch or, or 70 inch or 100 inch, I don't know if you have room enough to accommodate a 100 inch TV, whatever size it is, when something happens, they'll tell you, you you'll be giving like for like, same model. So when man sinned, the only way man could be redeemed was like for like. Not bulls. So like for like means if I have a 55 inch TV, when I go for a replacement, they have to give me the same 55 inch TV made by the same company. But guess what was happening? When they took the TV back, they gave them a 14 inch TV black and white. And said, no, 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 no. This is not the deal I signed for. So the blood of bulls and goats and cows did nothing. That's why the, the high priest was going into the holies of holies every year. Every year with many blood. He has to go in every year. And when he goes in, he has to make sure that he himself is blameless. Because if in his heart he was not happy with his wife or his children the night before, when he goes into the holies of holies, he is not coming back. So when he's going into the holies of holies, he goes with bells on his legs and a, a chain on his waist. So when he's going, the people outside will be hearing the bells ringing. And while the bells are ringing, the people will be rejoicing. He's alive. He's alive. He's not dead. He's alive. So far as the bells are ringing, it means Jesus is still alive. And I have good news for you. Our Jesus is not dead. He is still alive now. That's a good place to rejoice right there. He is not dead. He's still alive. And the Bible says he's interceding for us. Oh, glory. What a joy to know that someone is always interceding for you. Irrespective of our fault, he's still interceding for us. The Bible says we come boldly into his presence. We come how boldly. I mean, how can you come boldly if you know you are a sinner? Because he took care of my sin 2,000 years ago. Oh, glory be to God. I pray that this month you will be redeemed from every captivity of the devil. I said this month you will be rescued from the hands of the devil. Every deception, every deception, every manipulation of the enemy, God will rescue you out Amen. finally. This is your month of final rescue. Amen. After you are rescued to in this month, you ain't going back no more. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so when the high priest goes in and comes back, the people rejoice. 
And all of that could not pay for our price. So guess what God said? Okay, it's time. I have to pay the ultimate price. Jesus, you have to go. And you know the story? Jesus came not with the blood of man because the seed of man was corrupted. So God had to take his own seed. Oh, glory be to God. This is powerful. God has to take his own seed that is not contaminated. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. God had to... Do you, are you, do you know what God has done for you and I? Do you know what he's done for us? You see, many of us, if we know what God has really done for us on the cross, we will not be where we are today. So he took his own seed, put it in the womb of a woman, and guess what happened? We had a son called Jesus. And when Jesus came, he said, my mission is to seek and to save that which was lost. And you and I are the reason for his coming. He came to die for our sins so we don't have to pay for those sins no more. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, if you, if, if you go to, the other day, my wife and I went to a restaurant. And um, when we finished eating that day, we ate really well. We ate well, well. One of our anniversaries, we ate well. We were ordering center left, right. Everything. And then when it was time to pay, they brought a long bill. The, the receipt was very long that day. And then all of a sudden, the, the waiter said, it's paid for. Wow. I said, what? Who paid for it? They said, somebody called and paid for it. I said, well, I, I've been watching it in the, in the movies. <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> I never knew that I was going to experience it one of these days. I felt so good. I said, wow, baby, it's taken care of. <laughs> So I put my card back in my pocket, amen. I put my money back in my pocket and, and I said to the person who paid, thank you. Now, what an irony that the bill has been paid for and then I say, I want to pay for it again. Jesus already paid for your sins. Why do you want to pay for something that has already been paid for. As a matter of fact, you don't have what it takes to pay for your own sins. You don't have the money. This is a heavy paid restaurant. You can't pay for your sins. Jesus took care of it 2,000 years ago. So for Jesus to fulfill this mission here on earth, he has to pay the price required for the mission with his blood. With his blood. Not with your blood, but with his blood. I know most in certain parts of the country, in certain places, when it's Easter, you see people trying to play Jesus. You see people go on the cross where they whip them and they bleed and they go on the cross and they nail them with proper nails. That's, this is ignorance. Jesus already paid for the pain. Now you want to pay for it again? Come on now. 
You see, that's when the devil laughs at us and says, oh, these people, I've kept them in bondage, I've kept them in ignorance, and that's where I want them to be. But after this month, you will be free. Amen. That's why the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remissions of sins. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22, without the shedding of blood, there is no remissions of sins. He needed to share his blood so that your sins and my sins can be washed away. Do you know that the Bible says that God does not remember our sins no more? Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. So every time you come and say, oh God, forgive me, I'm a sinner, saved by grace, God is wondering, hey son, hey daughter, wake up. I don't remember your sins. How many of you have children when they run around and they fall and they cry and cry, within a few seconds they've forgotten. They go back to the same place. Now God, the almighty God, says he does not remember your sins no more. So if he doesn't remember it no more, why do you bring it up? There are some husbands, oh no, some wives. There are some wives who are archaeologists. Not my wife though, my wife is there. Your wives. Your, your, your wives. I said, do you remember what you did to me 18 years ago? Come on, you are not an archaeologist. What he did 18 years ago, you still remember now? When God says he doesn't remember your sins no more, you are still remembering it? Why are you enslaving your future with your past? You are free. I said you are free. Why don't we release our faith this morning? Say with me, I am free. I am free. Oh, say like you mean it. Say, I am free. I am free. Say with me, I am the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness of God. Say with me, in Christ Jesus, Jesus, there is no condemnation. condemnation. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. Give Jesus some praise for that. Hallelujah. Oh, let the redeemed give Jesus praise. Glory be to his name. That's what the Bible says. Let the redeemed of the Lord do what? Let the redeemed of the Lord do what? Psalm 107 verse 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. Redeem is not the name of a church. Hallelujah. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. We can't shut our mouth. I am redeemed. You see this man right here? He's redeemed. My past has no consequences to my future. So far as God is concerned, I am redeemed. I am redeemed. You might not like it, but I am redeemed. 
Oh, sing with me. I am redeemed. redeemed. Because let the redeemed of the Lord say so. What do we say? We say what God says. It's called homology. You say what God says. You say what God says. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. Let's read it. Let, let, me, let me just establish some few foundational truth. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. Hallelujah. 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 It says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself have said. Mm. So look at what God is saying about you. He himself have what? Have said. And what have he, has he said? For I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now if he has said I will never leave you nor forsake you. What do you say? You say the same thing. He himself has said, so I will also say what he has said. You repeat what God has said. Are you following what I'm saying? When he says it, you say the same thing. He says you are redeemed. What do you say? I am redeemed. He says you are blessed. What do you say? He says you are healed. What do you say? He says you, are, you have sound mind. What do you say? Sound Irrespective of this morning rush, the school run, sometimes your children, they put pressure on you. You're so stressed. You shake your head and say, no, 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 I will not gnash my teeth. Some of you gnash your teeth in the morning. No, 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 no. Sound mind. You have sound mind. You have what? Sound mind. Amen. Amen. You say what God says. What has God said about you? Why are you saying something else? I'm sick. I'm poor. No, you're not sick. You're not poor. You're not broke. You see, oh, glory be to God. He has said, so we may see. He has said. So if you don't have anything to say, just go to the word. Just read it aloud to yourself. He has said, so I may say. I am the head and not the tail. He has said, so I may say. I am blessed and not broke. He has said, so I may say. I love God, so I am loved by him. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Go to the next verse, verse 6. Now, I want you to wait, look at something in verse 5. It says, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we have to maintain that confession. Now go to verse 6 of Hebrews chapter 13. It says, so we may boldly say, oh glory, he has said, so we may what? 
say so. But we, we don't only say what he says, we say it boldly. It says, so we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do to me. Who is your helper? Who is your helper? Now, the Lord has said, so I may also boldly say, you say it with boldness. You look at death in the face and say, I shall not die, but live to declare the glory of God. That's why I always say, I cannot die through an accident. You might not like it, say, oh, who is he? I'm no one, but I know who is behind me. Hallelujah. I've got my back covered. Glory be to God. He has said so that I may boldly say, I can never be sick. Never be sick. Say, oh, is he not a human being? Even machines break down. Well, that's your theology. In my case, he has said that I may boldly say. Boldly. Not trembling. Oh, am I going to accept someone if I say Jesus is Lord? No. Jesus is Lord. He has said so that we may boldly say. Oh, I'm going to upset people when if I say Jesus is the only way. He is the only way. There is no other way. There is no other way to God. There is no other way to heaven. There is only one way. And that way is Jesus. That way is Jesus. That way is Jesus. That's why John chapter 14 verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way. Not only that, I am the truth. Not only that, I am the life. Many of you have come to the UK looking for the good life, but you can't find it. The good life is in Christ Jesus. The good life is not in a geographical location. Are you following what I'm saying? They say, oh, oh, when I move into that house, I, I have a good life. No, no, no. Good life is not in a house. Good life is not in a location. Good life is only where? In Jesus Christ. That's why John 8, 32, he said, you will know the truth. And the truth that you know will make you, not set you, it will make you free. Glory be to God. The truth, Jesus is the truth. The moment you know Jesus, the moment you know Jesus, the moment the word know there is intimacy. Intimacy is more than cloud nine. For married couples, this is more than cloud nine. When you know him and what is done for you, you can't backslide. This is not bread and butter. Oh God, if you don't give me bread, if you don't give me butter, I'll backslide. What? For what he did for us on the cross? You are manipulating God with bread and butter? 
God, give me this miracle now. Give me, give me. If you don't give me, I backslide. What? He has said, so we may boldly say. What are you saying? God is your helper. No man. No man can help you. Stop looking outside. No man can help you. The Bible says the greater one is inside of you. He's in you. He's in you. Jesus is where? He's in you. Now, if the greater one is in you, why are you looking outside? You're looking outside. You're looking at the wrong places. The greater one is where? He's inside of you. Jesus is in you. He's in you. He's made his abode inside of you. So no man can help you except him. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. This month, God will reveal his true nature to you. You will see the love of God in your life. In the name of Jesus. As we get ready to close, I haven't gotten anywhere yet, but it's just a foundation. We are not rushing through this. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11 and 12. Remember, we are talking about slain to receive our eternal redemption. Slain to receive our eternal redemption. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11 and 12. The Bible says, that, But Christ, being come as a high priest of good things to come. Oh, I love that. Of good things to come by a greater and a more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered into once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Having obtained for us what? Eternal redemption. So guess what? The day you got saved, that salvation is eternal. Now I want you to notice something. In the Old Testament, the high priests have to take the blood of bulls and goats and calves into the holies of holies, right? But in the instance of Jesus, no one took him in. No one took him in because he is a high priest. Follow me. He is a high priest. And for the high priest to go into the holies of holies, to atone for our sins, he is required to go with blood. He is required to go in with blood. But in this instance, the Bible says that, but with his own blood, he entered. This is deep. So let's assume this is the, the holies of holies. Now let's say this is Jesus. Right? I'm Jesus. Now, when he entered, he entered with no blood. Right? And the Bible says that he entered with his own blood. So when he entered into the holies of holies, guess what happened? He slain himself inside the holies of holies. Jesus didn't die on the cross. <laughs> 
many of you remember in those days when we took pictures, you have to develop it in the dark room? How many of you remember that? When you took the picture, you have to go inside the dark room and put it in some chemical water and it's it, later on you hang it and then when you take it out, you see the image, right? What we saw on the cross is only the image. When Jesus entered in Hebrews 9, 12 with his own blood, he was already dead. He killed himself inside the holies of holies and now he's put the film in the dark places where no man can see. Because remember, in the holies of holies, only the high priest is permitted. Only one person is permitted. No two. Only one person. So when Jesus entered in there, he entered it and slaughtered himself. He didn't die on the cross. He had already died before he went on the cross. Are you following me? On the cross, we are just seeing the image. The negative happened in the holies of holies. Oh, this is too deep. This is too deep. The, the negative happened in the holies of holies. So Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12, the Bible says that neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, his own blood, he entered. How could he enter with his own blood? There's no way he couldn't have killed himself outside before entering in. Are you following me? So outside, when he entered him, then that's when he killed himself. Read the scriptures carefully. The Bible says that Jesus was slain for the foundations of the earth. He was killed before he sold up. That's why when Peter said, Jesus, you can't go on the cross, he said to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan, because he knew what he has come for. This was his mission. His mission was to die on the cross for you and I. That was his mission. That was his purpose. Are you following what I'm saying this morning? Uh, sorry, I'm screaming a lot, but uh, forgive me because uh, I don't know if you are getting this. Amen. Are you getting this? Please forgive me for shouting. I have to be a little bit gentle. Praise God. So the Bible says that Having obtained eternal. What is eternal? What does the word eternal mean? Everlasting, no end. Your redemption is eternal, man. It's eternal. Are you getting this? It's eternal. He did it for you once. No witch can snatch you out of his hands. Yes. Nothing can pull you back out because this job is for eternity. It's for eternity. The other day I told my wife, oh, I can't wait to get to heaven. And she didn't respond. <laughs> because the only way you can go to heaven is to die. Isn't that right? But in my case, I'm not going to die. I'm going to sleep because we don't die. Amen. In this family, we don't die. We sleep. I sleep at good old age, but I can't wait to get to heaven. 
at 120 years old, still strong, preaching the gospel. No one is going to give me no walking stick. You bring any walking stick near me, I'm going to throw it at you. Nobody is going to put me in no home. I'm writing my will now. Nobody at 120, I'm still strong. Glory be to God. I'm still preaching the gospel. Are you following what I'm saying? And then when it's time, I say, baby, I see you on the other side. And then I sleep and wake up in heaven. No dying. And at my celebration of life, no crying. No crying. If you cry, I wake up out of the coffin. Uh, what are you crying for? No crying. Because it's a... When you go to bed, do you cry? No. <laughs> no, you, we don't cry. We don't die. One of the things I'll show you in this, in this series, you see that when he was slain, he gave us dominion over death. Yes. Are you following what I'm saying? So in this family, we don't die. We only sleep. And when it's time to sleep, do you say, oh, uh, people come and, uh, you know, cry and then you play some, some, some funny, sorrowful music. Sorrowful. And then sometimes they go and hire professional mourners to come. And, no, no. No professional mourner is permitted at my celebration of life. Billy Graham just went to be with the Lord the day I heard that he's passed on. I was so excited. Yeah. I was excited. Yeah. That's what it should be. Yeah. Are you following what I'm saying? We don't die. We sleep. We sleep in this family. We sleep. We don't die. Why? Because he has, he has purchased for us eternal redemption. He's obtained it. He doesn't need it. You need it. I need it. So I have eternal redemption. There are some of you, you can't go back to your village because you are scared of witches and wizards. You haven't gone back to your village for years. You are scared. You don't know what Christ has done for you. If you know what Jesus has done for you, no witch can come near you. I remember my wife and I went to my village and then, you know, my, my father's house is the, is the headquarters of all the gods. When I say the headquarters, the big god in that whole village is in my father's house. <laughs> the biggest god. And so when you go there, there are all kinds of stuff. There are all kinds of rituals on the floor. And when we're going, my wife was jumping. I said, baby, come on, we have dominion. Just walk through these things. I said, what's this? I said, this is nothing. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Why are you scared? It's a God. God, man made God, they can't talk. Read the scriptures. When the Syrians brought, they took the Ark of the Covenant and took it into the house of Dagon. 
The following morning when they woke up, Dagon was bowing before the Ark of the Covenant because these are man-made stuff just to put fear in you. The following time when they took Dagon up, God said, okay, now I'm going to show Dagon where true power lies. The following morning when they came, Dagon's hands is gone, all the hands is gone, and the head is gone. <laughs> and the people say, ah, this people's God is the true God. We said the true God. His name is Jesus. He is the king of all kings. He is the Lord of all lords. He has purchased for us eternal redemption. Give Jesus some praise. Did you receive it this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say with me, I am redeemed. Oh, say it again, I am redeemed. Say, I am the righteousness of God. I am in Christ Jesus. I am the head and not the tail. I walk in God. God walks in me. I move in God and God moves in me. If you believe it, give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Join us for extravagant praise and intimate worship with Vine Song on Sunday, the 11th of March, 2018, from 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Come with your family and friends to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles.